What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Sales Culture Podcast. Got a phenomenal episode today with the founder and CEO of The Honey Pot. For those that don't know, this is a feminine care line based out of Atlanta. Patrice Dixon is the originator, man. And man, I got to tell you, she just brings a different presence about her. Then you guys are going to love this love this interview. And before we dive into it, I'm going to give a quick clip and quick shout out to my guys over at the, at the Trio Consciousness. Beware is, is putting together and assembling black men to really be more mindful, something I'm a big believer in. So I'm going to play a quick clip, his little quick, quick commercial, as I say. And man, um, if you're interested, go check him out. The videos we're playing on YouTube, if you listen to this purely on audio. If not, you can always just go to joealexlemon.work. Go ahead and watch the video there. It's in the blog section. Or you know what? If you need some accountability, go ahead and get started with the whole Marathon Selling Club. But that said, let's dive into today's episode. Well, you know, um, man, first and foremost, I got to say, you got a super soulful presence about you. Um, it's one of the things that wanted to, you know, make sure that I had you on the podcast because, you know, we just don't see a lot of founders like you, especially into a lot of these big box retailers like Target. Um, you know, that kind of puts a target on your back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, like, um, if you don't mind, I would love to kind of talk about, you know, your actual brand, Honeypot. It's obviously doing big things, man. I would love to talk about more so about being in, in, in like leadership during these moments. Um, mm -hmm. I know they just recently had a whole Target ad campaign. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, it seemed like people were trying to take some shots at you, man. So I just want to, you know, check around once you get there, how to kind of handle those stuff. So welcome on to the podcast. Thank you for having me. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, um, do, I think doing this kind of work, you, you just have to be used to pressure mm. and you have to be used to things that you just can't control. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you can't, because when you can't control something and you want something to happen, that applies pressure all within itself. Right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's just kind of the name of the game. It's the work not really much you can do about it. it it is the work so i mean be it like why'd you get into this work in the very beginning like what, what was the motivating force to say i'm gonna go start my own you know brand i'm gonna i'm gonna launch my own product line like like what was the inspiration to even move that way well i i um okay i mean really the the reason that i got started personally in this business is kind of because the mother of invention is necessity, mm. right? And, um, you know, I had, a, I had an almost year-long bacterial vaginosis infection. I would go on Google, I would take the medicine, I would, <laughs> you know, try everything I could Google and find to try to get relief and nothing that I was doing gave me relief, mm. you know? But one, one morning I had a very vivid dream with my grandmother and in the dream, she basically handed me a piece of paper and had a list of ingredients. And she told me that this would be the thing that would solve my problem. Right. And so in the, in the dream, I just kept repeating what she had written down. And when I woke up, I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it because it seemed so real. Mm. 
Mm. You know, it, it wasn't like I was asleep. It was like, it was like I was sitting here having a conversation with you, you know? Yeah. And um, so when I woke up, I wrote, I wrote down what she told me because I just kept repeating it. And, um, you know, and then within a couple of days, I made what she told me to make because I worked at Whole Foods at the time. So I had access to those ingredients because everything was natural and clean. Mm. And then maybe like four or five days after me using it, everything that I was dealing with went away. And that's how I got started in this business. Man, you know what? So um, I've definitely heard you say that in other interviews. And I just love the fact that you kind of bring that up, though. Like, because I think a lot of people would kind of cower back to be like, man, I had to dream because I don't want to I don't want to seem a type of way. But I love the fact that you press into your whole, you know, your whole spirituality with it. I mean. You know, um, having that as one of your guiding forces, has that kind of helped you be able to kind of just stay like grounded throughout the process? Yeah, because I feel like that's everybody, that everybody has that as a grounding force. Mm -hmm. It's just, are you conscious about it, right? Do mm -hmm. you have an awareness about it? Is it something that really matters to you? Um, for me, it's something, you know, my connection to my ancestors matters to me. Um, and so it's only natural for, for it to be kind of a guiding light in my life because I don't take it for granted, you know, <laughs> and I have an awareness that it's here. Does that make sense? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, man, um, I love the fact that, you know, you're, you're courageous with that, with that piece of it, because a lot of people, um, and I was talking to this group this morning about this, about how capitalism is just like its own religion to a lot of people. And people run after the actual dollars. That shit is a religion. Right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, and, yeah. and people run after these dollars and they don't really realize how brainwashed a lot of people are and, and they aren't making their own choices, you know? And, well, yeah, I mean, but I, I feel like, I feel like a lot of the choices that me and my brother were just, I think it was me and my brother was just talking about this the other day. A lot of the choices that everybody makes aren't your, aren't your own choices, right? Whether it's having to do with capitalism, whether it's the way that you were brought up or conditioned, mm. you know, a lot of times we're taking on what somebody else has gone through in their life mm -hmm. and they've kind of spilled that onto us. Mm -hmm. Right. But even if you're a kid who grew up with nothing, right? That is conditioning all within itself because you think that you want money. You think that you think that the dollar bill will solve everything because you come from nothing and you come from struggle, right? And that is not some shit that you can help. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I get it. I think at the I think at the core of it, um, mostly everybody wants to be financially comfortable, right? Does that mean that we're capitalists for wanting that? You know, maybe. Or, or does it just mean that everybody wants to be comfortable? You know, some, some people have been brainwashed into thinking that money can kind of solve for everything, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, and, if that, and if that's their way, then at some point in their life, they'll figure out that that's not everything, right? Um, you know, 
I, I, I wasn't trying to interrupt you. I'm just saying, I think, I think all of us have that in us, right? All of us do, you know what I mean? Yeah. So in one way or another, you know what I'm saying? Um, some capitalists are a little more conscious than others, <laughs> right? 100%. Um, yeah, you know, I, I feel like as long as it's not coming from a bad place or you're not um, hurting or harming anybody else, shit, if you want to be a capitalist, do that shit. If that's what you want, you yeah. know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, and, and you know, this is, this is like way off script because this is dope to me because, um, I, you know, um, capitalism kind of takes on that whole, that whole take for a lot of people as being negative. But I mean, I, mm -hmm. I openly tell everybody I'm a salesman at like heart first and foremost, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I sell right. you know, like, like, that's what I do. I believe, in right. you know what I'm saying? I do right. it so we can eat well. I do it so we can do certain, you know, activities and so we can have freedom to actually make choices that we want to make. Um, but, right. but, but, you know, um, I think there is a balance, like, like as like a founder who's, 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 done sales in the hundreds of millions right um like how do you process that now it, has it has it evolved over time as far as like how you go about building your enterprise and you know having that consciousness aspect or has it been pretty consistent we i appreciate you for saying that we haven't done hundreds of millions yet but from from your mouth to uh to, to our bank account's ears <laughs> um uh but i mean how do i put i don't do this for the money and i do it for the money mm -hmm. right like mm -hmm. it's not the and i i'm speaking for me and my my brother and our team the money is what shows you your growth, right? Um, but, but what's most important is the products that we serve, the ingredients that go into them, <laughs> you know, us having the ability to have our shit together so that we can actually supply for the demand, us making sure that we have our quality systems in place so that we're actually delivering something beautiful and clean, kind of from from root to shelf, right? Um, the, but the, the, to answer your question, yes, the way that I think about money has changed just because I've changed. Um, and, you know, at some point, you know, we, we will, you know, exit this company and you know um having the money to be able to live the life the way that you want to live mm -hmm. because i personally don't really want to i don't want to be 45 50 and working <laughs> right i want to be retired you know mm -hmm. um i want to enjoy this planet i want to enjoy my time I want to be able to sit down and really, really, really on levels, enjoy a meal. Not that I don't do that now, but I look forward to the time when my time is literally completely a thousand percent mine, mm. right? 
There's no calendar involved. There's no fucking phone involved. There's no <laughs> text message involved. Um, you know, there's no meetings involved. I, I look forward to the day um, that I'm, I'm grateful to be in this moment, though. Of course. I'm here for the ride. I love this shit, right? Of course. But the amount of work and focus and um, giving of myself that I have to give to this company, like even in this moment, right? Like, I'm just going to be honest with you. Please. Like real shit. I don't feel like doing this right now, but I have to do it because it's my job, right? Yes. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm having a week where I just don't, I don't feel like necessarily being public. You understand what I'm saying? 100%. Um, but that really doesn't matter because I have to do this. This is my job. This is a part of what I do, right? Um, so I think in a lot of ways, me understanding what this is all for and understanding what I want to do with it and where I want it to take me and all those things, um, and why we're doing this, right? I mean, we're doing this for vaginas, right? And so we have to really give this all that we have, right? But at some point, us giving this all that we have has to give us all that we want. Does that make sense? And so, um, yeah, like, it, it, but, and that has changed over time. Um, but everything changes over time because change is just always happening, you know? 100%. I mean, and, you know, thank you for being like honest with it because I think one of the biggest things that a lot of founders in particular struggle with is putting on this face. You know what I mean? And a yeah. lot of people think that, yo, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go start this company and then I'm gonna go be true to my true, you know, truest beliefs and do everything. And they don't realize that they're still building a company that's relying on them to be this person that maybe they don't want to be always because we got so many multiple layers to it. Like, you know, mm -hmm. man, um, I love the fact that you said you don't want to be here right now. I mean, because I mean like mm -hmm. because I because I understand the core of what you're saying. And 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 and, mm -hmm. and I um I talk to founders all the time and I challenge them to think like, are you really, do you really want to do this business? Cause man, mm -hmm. it's not easy trying to work startups mm -hmm. and you know, the mm -hmm. money don't just flow. Even if you raise some money, then you got expectations behind that dollar. And you know, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you raise money, that shit has to turn into money. You don't, you know, like, and I, I think that that is a misconception. Mm. right like and and as black black owned businesses like goldman sachs just did a release the other day that they're putting 10 billion dollars into investing 10 billion dollars into people of humans of color mm. and the and the article was specific to black owned businesses now the shit that they didn't say mm -hmm. is that 10 billion's got to turn into a fucking hundred or more so the so so the the fucking pressure that's under there, the stuff that's under there, that 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 isn't necessarily the sexy shit, mm -hmm. is that we have to we have to make good with these dollars. Investment capital has to turn into money. <laughs> right? 
a $10 billion fund, that shit got to turn into 100, 200. 10X. You understand what I'm saying? They won't be yeah. satisfied. If it's, so, if it's 5X, that's not big enough. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I mean, ah. because that, yeah. And they know that all, they know that everything that they bet on isn't going to go, but there has to be, there has to be several of those companies that go that can make up for the ones that didn't go. Right. So, you know, it's just something that we have to be conscientious about. This is a really beautiful time for Black-owned businesses, yeah. for people of humans of colors that, that are able to access capital that we have been speaking up on for the past few years that it wasn't available. Well, guess what? The shit's here now. Mm -hmm. So now we have to execute, right? Mm -hmm. And we have to make good with it. We can't fuck it up because if it gets fucked up, if it doesn't go the way that the way that the way the way that um that they that they want would want it to go, right? Mm -hmm. Then there's a, there's an opportunity for it to not necessarily be there again for this not for this opportunity not to come. So we have to we have to really 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 make good with this time, with this space, with this access of capital that has really been granted. Mm -hmm this past year right yes and there's time there's time for us to execute on it you know there's time for us to to um to make these multiples we can do it i'm just saying that typically what it takes to do it isn't the sexy shit <laughs> it's the hard stuff you know well i mean i mean man um i think you're gonna help a lot of people out with this conversation because you're right people want to run out and raise money and a lot of the things I preach is the kind of the unsexy shit of just getting out there and getting your hands dirty. But 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 mm -hmm. talk about talk about some of the things that would mess up the money, if you don't mind. Like like things that founders should be wary of if they're gonna go out and, and go ahead and take some money. Like what's some activities that you think would throw it off either for their company or for just us as people? Like 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 what would mess it up for us down the line? Like what type of activities do you think are bad behavior? I think it's important, and I I don't want to focus on just the bad, but please, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's more it's more of like being careful that you don't just throw money at shit just because you have it, right? What makes a company a company, and my my brother side taught me this, is are you able to be lean? Are you able to figure out what works? Are you able are you able to kind of are you able to have a machine that has a little bit of marketing to it, but, but the company is able to kind of flow and take care of itself, right? We, we had to be lean. Um, we had to be really efficient with, with every dollar that we had because we just weren't out here raising zillions of dollars. You understand what I'm saying? And so that forced us to be a, a real business, right? A real business has year over year growth, a real business, doesn't rely on any one person to be there, right? Um, so I think that it's important to not make the company about you, like the products and, or the, and or the service needs to be able to speak for itself. Don't just throw money at shit just because you raised, you know, m multiple millions of dollars, right? A million dollars is a million fucking dollars, right? A hundred thousand dollars is a hundred thousand dollars. If you're putting a hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars or two million dollars towards something, Whatever that thing is, it needs to work, right? 
don't think that don't think that you have to just invest some ridiculous amount of money in the beginning like test it and see what works and then let that grow right um you know a mistake that i made when we when we first got started is thinking that we needed to spend zillions of dollars on marketing and not marketing on our branding right um in hindsight we <laughs> working with some of the branding agencies we work with, um, they're expensive and they're really costly. And then you find out later that they may not have even like, you know, probably once you've left them and had to move or transition to somebody else, you find out later that shit that they were working on when you go, when you find somebody who really knows how to do it, a lot of times they start going into the details, going into the code, finding mistakes. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, you if, if you have raised a lot of money, hiring people to come in and work so that you own their time, right? Because when you work with an agency, you're only getting so many hours. Don't make me wrong. I think that agencies have a time and a place, right? But I think that it's better to have somebody internal that is feeding that agency what you want done, <laughs> right? What your message is, yep. how you want it to flow and not having it go the other way around, right? Just because you don't necessarily understand. Um, That's important you know. right there though. I mean, like, yeah, I don't want people to kind of, you know, just to breeze past that because I think a lot of times you're right. Mm -hmm. Like people say, oh, well, I'm not good at marketing. I'll go, go out and get myself an agency. And they go ahead and throw, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is towards the agency. And then, you know, the agency always has the little extra fees in the back. And, oh, I didn't know about that. I didn't know about that fee. And so whatever you thought multiplied yeah. by, by one and a half at least, right? <laughs> you know? Exactly. And yeah, and, and there's, there's some really cool companies. Like there's a company called Right Side Up. They're kind of like a headhunting firm, but they represent creative people, right? Um, so there, there's like creative, and this is if you have capital. This is if you have money, because you can't hire a headhunter or anything like that unless you're able to spend, if you, if you like this person, it might cost $10,000 or more to buy out, to, to basically pay the headhunter. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes you can hire these people and they can literally just be like a consultant for you, but they only work for you, right? Um, so there's, there's right side up. I can't think of um, some of the other companies, but if you were to look up like marketing headhunting services, um, or even if you just started with right side up and they weren't able to give you what you needed, then you can, you know, kind of transition and, and ask them for recommendations on other places. Right. But, you know, th there's so many ways to, to skin the cat and you don't, we don't have to go with the ways that are like the most popular way, the way that everybody goes. And I think another thing is to not just focus on only top line growth. That's what a lot of, um, in tech, that's that's a popular way to do it. Yeah. But if you're in the type of business that 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 we're in, which is like being in the consumer goods space, um, you know, you want to be really paying attention to, and not in the beginning, right? Because in the beginning, you just have to grow. But once you start raising, you know, lots of money and and doing all those types of things. Don't just be focused on the top line. You want to be focused on what's happening below the line too, right? Um, be, because kind of in this COVID world, when you think about some of the huge companies that were raising so much fucking money 
and didn't necessarily have profitability, didn't necessarily have good EBITDA, didn't necessarily have these things. A lot of the times what's happening is if you see it and if you're connected to these things, a lot of these companies are having to do down rounds um, where, where their valuations may have been up here, but they're having to raise money at a valuation down here because they're just throwing money at shit, right? Yep. And, um, and so, you know, it, it should, I just think that it's important to be conscientious and to not just make decisions just because you have the money to do it, but to make a decisive decision as if you don't have the money to do it, right? Um, because, you know, it, it, the shit matters. Who, who knows if a COVID is going to happen again, right? <laughs> who, who knows what can happen? Any fucking thing can happen, right? And you don't, you don't want to have just thrown a bunch of money at shit and, and then be like, oh, shit, this happened and now I need the bread, you know? So I, I just think that we have to let what's happened over the last year kind of teach us um, how to run our businesses effectively and well, right? Like you have to spend money on marketing. You have to spend money on, on branding, right? I'm not saying don't do that. Right. I'm just saying that um, don't think that you have to break the bank for it because you, you, you have to spend a decent amount of money, but you don't necessarily always have to spend as much as you think you do. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, I would definitely say that last year was like, um, uh, uh, it was like 10 years worth of lessons and, and like, you know, nine yeah. months, you know what I mean? Like, like it was, right. good, it was packed in there. And, and, and what's, and what's good about what you're saying is, is, uh, it's back to the basics of just making sure that your business is profitable. And, you know, I, I always mm-hmm. kind of view this, like raising funds as, um, oh, man, it could be a backdoor trap for a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it, if they aren't if they aren't profitable because mm-hmm. it works in the whole tech world and i think tech world gets all the big glamour and they get the nice you know they're mm-hmm. on forms they make the list but they also a lot mm-hmm. of those guys when they when they hit it they hit it at 85 90 profitability like like <laughs> like you know what i mean tech yeah. can be extremely profitable but it doesn't go yeah because what, because you don't yeah it doesn't go for what now I was going to say, like, you know, it really doesn't go that well if you got a hard product. You know what I mean? If you got like, it's cost up front, it's a, it's a different play. Like, you can't just run and just, you know, do whatever it takes to kind of get the users on board and then not look. Right. So, so right. I mean, um, I love this conversation. And, you, you know, even being in, even launching this whole media company that we're doing, it's like, I, I, I love more transparent conversations because that's what's needed in media. I think a lot of times mm-hmm. we take too many sound bites and we just throw it up and then people on to the next, we keep scrolling, get that more of that dopamine going. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good, but we got to slow it down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like if anything, COVID has helped me slow down. And um, mm-hmm. any of the lessons that maybe you got from last year? Uh, I mean, <laughs> there's so many, man, but I, I, I think, um, I think most importantly, like you just said, uh, it's important to slow down. You know, it's important to like take your time. It's important to be well. It's important to pay attention to yourself. Um, it's important to know that there's going to be good days and bad days. There's going to be melancholy days. It's going to be, you know, that the, 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 the thing is going to range all over the place. Right. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, it's important to understand life and death, right? It's the shit's going to happen. It's happening. We're in the process. 
one of my friends <laughs> said something cool. We're, we're all in the process of dying, right? In a lot of ways. Yeah. Not to be morbid, but, yeah. you know, so to really, like, make your days count, make your time count, appreciate yourself, love yourself, be kind to yourself, be graceful to yourself, but also, like, feel, right? Like, you know, and I, I, I think the feeling is just as okay as the, whether it's good or bad, you know, I, I think that it's just necessary because if it's in there, it's better to not repress it. Right. It's better just to get the shit out. Right. So, um, you know, and be conscious when it comes to our companies, we, we really just have to be conscientious. You know, we really have to be paying attention. We really have to be aware, especially in the companies of today. Right. Because this Generation Z and this millennial generation, like they give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those cats care, man. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. And 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 they care. Yeah. And they're and they're tuned in in a way. Um, you know, the, I mean, I, I've just never experienced anything like this shit in, in my life. And I and I talk to a lot of people and um, you know, and 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 I mean, think about how many conversations that are very similar to this one are happening all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. You got Clubhouse, you got IG Live, you got Zoom, you got Think About It, mm -hmm. podcast. I mean, this, this is a light week for me, but like a busy week for me, bro, is like 20 of these. Really? Right? Yeah. And, and, and it's like, it's the humans that are coming up at this time that are that are that are bringing about these conversations which is also bringing about this really beautiful change mm -hmm. which is just bringing about a lot of stuff you know um so i think the other thing that i would say about which isn't a negative thing but just about um having a company at this time and space is like make sure your company like means it man you know like Make sure that it that it's here for something. Make sure that that you stand for something. Make sure that you are authentic to who you are. You know, I think it's really popular. Um, you know, having these D and I conversations, right? But like, don't have that fucking conversation unless you mean it. <laughs> you know, because it's gonna come out if you don't. You know. Um, so I, you know, I, I, I think that it's just a really beautiful time to be alive, to be in business, um, to be a human, which isn't necessarily popular opinion. Um, but I, but I think what happened this last year, everybody really having to just like calm the fuck down, right. whether you wanted to or not. Right. Yeah. I mean, there is something beautiful in there, you know. Yeah. So. Nah, 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 hundred nah, percent. I mean, it was a, it was a time whenever um, you were forced to feel all your emotions and, and look at yourself in the mirror. Whereas I could just skate off and do my thing and run off the house. But now I'm like, yeah, I'm in the house, and especially here in LA. Mm -hmm. you know, the cats are trying to keep us in the house. Even, even yeah. this year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so. But there's something nice about nesting though, right? No, man. It was, it, it was yeah. the best. It was the best, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'll be lying if I said it wasn't the best. I, I lost money last year, but it was beautiful. Like, it's, it, just, it's just money, man. It's currency. 
It's supposed to come and go. Yeah. That's what it does. You know what I mean? It's, it's current. <laughs> I mean, but so, all right, as we, as we wrap up, um, you know, I know, uh, so I used to live in Atlanta for like eight years. And mm-hmm. I, it's, it's been crazy from the West Coast watching it kind of evolve. And all my family's still there. Mm-hmm. My mom's still down in Jonesboro. Um, and, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's great to see it kind of move. But are you from the city? Are you from Atlanta originally? Not originally, but I've been here mm-hmm. like 16, 17 years. I've been here a while. You know? Okay. It is home. But this is where I'm from. Yeah. 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 So um, any uh, thoughts about how the city has been supportive or not supportive to the whole business? I'm, I'm just curious to kind of see how, the, how that culture has, has shifted because it was a little different when I was there. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta um, really supports us. When you, when you look at our sales and you kind of look at the Southeast, mm-hmm. the Southeast is very a, a huge part of, um, about of 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 what makes honey pot honey pot right um so you know the the support is definitely here whether it was when we were out in the world doing hair shows and trade shows and events and things like that um you know uh kind of partnerships with our with our banking relationships here like um yeah it's it, it definitely supported us absolutely i wouldn't change a thing yeah that's dope. I mean, because um, I remember there was a time, you know, this is 04-ish, 05-ish, when like having mm-hmm. a startup in Atlanta was a little different because, you know, they would say that they didn't have the funding that wasn't there. There wasn't that community support. And um, and it was weird, too, because, you know, of, of course, Atlanta's always had a lot of black people there, but there weren't a lot of mm-hmm. black leaders that were willing to kind of run the actual forefront. I mean, they were there mayor you know what i mean but but like i'm talking no about, no no i know what you mean yeah yeah, yeah 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 so it wasn't as much so i mean that's really good to hear as we wrap yeah, up yeah yeah i mean we got we got we got ryan at the gathering spot we got mm-hmm. i mean there's 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 so much going on here that's really hot and really cool um you know so i there's actually like a whole startup movement here um you know so i i'm I'm grateful for Atlanta. Um, Atlanta has given me a lot, you know, That's and I've, I became an adult here. So <laughs> yeah, like a proper adult. That's <laughs> straight, a straight whole adult. Huh? Like, <laughs> oh, like adulting, like a motherfucker. Yeah. I love it. Which I don't always love, but. <laughs> 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 that's real shit that's real yo hey man but look you know honestly this has been fun talking man it's been like um a breath of fresh air like i i love your presence i love how you're carrying the whole company um and it's just great to kind of see where you're going to go you know i'm looking forward to reading fours one time with the big exit you know png or <laughs> these other guys come through it and it's gonna swoop you up as they do so uh yeah i'm looking yeah forward. Back to seeing thank more. you thank you man i appreciate you joe Absolutely, absolutely. Right here. All right.